Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of October 30th. The theme of this week is fight for power. There are three big things I want you to think about this week. The first is that Mars, the planet of action, assertion, drive, is traveling in the sign of Gemini and it's stationing to go retrograde today at 25 degrees of Gemini and it will back it up back to 8 degrees of Gemini. So look in your chart to see where that spans. What house is it in? or houses? What topics does the house rule? Because this can be what experiences some some a little upheaval or some difficulty. So when a planet goes retrograde, the topics that it rules gets wonky and you can have, you know, things breaking. There can be reversals, reoccurrences back to previous situations. I mean, what's going on in the United Kingdom is wild with Liz Truss, who was only the prime minister for around six weeks, and now they're talking about, at the time I'm recording this, that Boris Johnson may be coming back as prime minister, or at least he's trying to. So that would be a classic Mars retrograde situation, that the person who had the power is now lacking the power. Mars also rules energy, dynamic energy, as well as there's some associations with power. So the retrograde will happen from October 30th to January 12th. So this is going to be a long haul. And I think that a lot of it is related to potential power outages, hence the theme of this episode. I've talked a lot about how Mars is stationing in a square to Neptune so that there will be a lot of confusing conversation and things like that that are likely to have where people misunderstand each other or just get more aggressive because Gemini is an air sign all about communication and the intellect and words and things like that. And Mars is aggressive. That could be a topic, but also Mars is stationing in a kinkunx with the planet Pluto. Pluto rules domination, control, power. It's a higher octave of Mars. So it's like really, really intense. It also rules catastrophes. So King Kunks has moved us into new situations. And I've seen a lot of things about, you know, intense. Already we're feeling the energy of this Mars retrograde where there were like 30 or it may have even been 70 cars at a car lot in Texas caught on fire. That's a very Mars, King Kunks, Pluto situation. Also, this is part of my Mars retrograde experience. There have been three power outages at my condo building in the last week. The first one was the day before Mars squared Neptune. So Mars squared Neptune, like 
Neptune dissolves things, power goes out. It also feels like to me the king comes to Pluto, which moves you into a new situation where like you're sitting in the dark and I don't know what's going on. PG&E is a power company around here that's doing a bunch of stuff, but it's been a very disorienting to just have the power go out. And with what's going on in Ukraine and OPEC reducing production of oil, that pipeline was exploded in Europe, as well as, you know, all the things with the war. I think a big theme of this Mars retrograde is going to be how people, especially in Europe, are not going to have enough power. They're going to be maybe like cycling it down. Yeah, so Mars retrograde is going to mean potentially businesses are open for shorter periods of hours. Yeah, People are going to have to change how they express their energy, how they move around. It may have an impact on driving, less driving on the roads there because people won't have enough gas or things like that. We'll see how that plays out, but I think that's going to be one of the main stories of this Mars retrograde as well as transportation accidents just yesterday. Well, yesterday, you don't know what yesterday means because I taped this early. But yeah, a week before, a week ago, a plane crashed into a, a house or an apartment building. I think it was in New Hampshire. That feels very like Mars square Neptune. Maybe the pilot got confused and King Kong's Pluto, there's a catastrophe. So catastrophes caused by confusion, misunderstandings, things like that can be even miscalculations because it's in the sign of Gemini could be a topic. So like really be defensively driving and watching as you're walking through this world. This is not the time to be crossing streets without looking both ways. So make sure to keep it in mind that Mars retrograde can mean more accidents and to have some safety for yourself. The Sabian symbol is winter frost in the woods for the degree Mars is stationing to go retrograde at. So yeah, definitely brings back the heating issues energy. And maybe we'll see it even outside of Europe. It may impact other countries, other places. I'm also worried about what's going on in China and Taiwan, that Mars retrograde, you know, taking action to try to get this country that they feel like are a sibling, Gemini rule siblings, back into the fold. That's very concerning as that could be part of the eclipse story of this year. But some other things that you may want to look out for is cyber attacks. So be really careful with your internet security. People are becoming very creative about trying to trick people. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I will never slip into your DMs. They are people constantly creating accounts, fake accounts, pretending to be me and trying to trick my followers into giving them money. You just block and report them. You know, I have one account, Astrology by Celeste. That's it. And I never would do that. Yeah. Other thing I'm concerned about is poisoned air. So that we may see something around that in the Ukraine. Also clashes about voting or the post office, I think may be topics that 
come up. So the November 8th election in the United States is on the day of a lunar eclipse. I think it's going to be wild. I think there's going to be people claiming to win that didn't win and all kinds of shenanigans could be going on as well as, yeah, watch out for road rage. If someone, you know, cuts you off, just let it go because it could turn into a nightmare scenario for you. Some things you may want to think about doing is getting some extra sleep and rest time, adding mindful practices in your life like meditation, yoga, stretching. The energy is very chaotic and intense. It's eclipse season, plus with this Mars retrograde, plus the sun is in the sign of Scorpio and Mars rules Scorpio. So Mars going retrograde is going to be, yeah, there'll be really interesting things. See what happens around topics around world leaders. Leaders are represented by the sun and authority, like trying to exert power in maybe potentially very brutal ways. I worry about the women in Iran who are protesting, you know, the domination by the theocracy over there. That situation can get much more brutal than it already is. You think Pluto, we think about, you know, brutality. And yeah, that could be something So slow down, avoid rushing, lighten your schedule. Know that Gemini likes to do things twice. So you may find yourself having to do a lot of things twice. So have a sense of humor about it, but don't leave things to the last minute. Give yourself some extra time because there may be revisions needed unexpectedly. And don't make assumptions. You may have misheard or misread Ask for clarification if someone says something that you think is a little sideways before reacting. Now, I taped a series of videos for the eclipse season, and in it, I tell you which house Mars is going retrograde based on, I did one for each of the 12 zodiac signs, so you can learn about Mars retrograde as well as where each of the eclipses are happening in your chart and what things might come up. I also did a three-card oracle reading for each sign. So you can get that at the link in the show notes or go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com and get access to the videos from there. I think they may help you understand what to expect. I also taped a long video about the eclipse season and Mars retrograde, this on a general level. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that there's a first quarter moon on Monday, Halloween. The sun will be at eight degrees of Scorpio, the moon at eight degrees of Aquarius. First quarter moons are activating energy. I wonder if there'll be some big secrets revealed. Aquarius is an air sign. Scorpio, you know, the secretive protective energy. That's what I think we'll see around that. One thing is that the sun is on the asteroid Circe conjunct and parallel Eris and Hera. So I'm wondering if there'll be a story around, well, Circe is a sorceress. Yeah, you may see a lot of kids dressed up or adults dressed up like channeling that Circe energy. She was the sorceress who turned Odysseus's men into pigs. They were traveling home from the Trojan War and stopped at our island. And yeah, that's where men of chauvinist pigs comes from, the myth of Circe. Yeah, Eros and Hera, like a wife done wrong and doing something, going to extremes may be possible that we can hear something about that. The moon is also parallel Hygieia, 
the asteroid of public health and panacea, you know, that brings medicine to mind. So there may be some scientific news around uh, this new variant or treatments for it or things like that, I expect. But at a first quarter moon, it's a time of taking action. Now we're in eclipse season, so you don't want to do anything really dramatic that you haven't thought through. I would not recommend because you may regret it. But, you know, you can think about or plan what you think you should do next, but maybe give it some time before you do it because your feelings may change by the end of eclipse season. And also think about this first quarter moon is related to the new moon in Aquarius that was nine months ago. It was January 30th or 31st. So think back to that time around a week before, a week or two before, a week or two after, and you may see a continuation of a story related to that new moon because your chart is being activated in the same place, but with this advancing cycle. So look to where you have eight degrees in your chart in Aquarius, what house does it rule? Does a story show up that relates back to the beginning of the year? So take notice of that because light may be shed on it. The last thing I want you to think about this week is that Venus and the Sun are going to meet the South Node. Now, the South Node is currently at 13 degrees of Scorpio. And Scorpio energy is intense, it's provocative, it's probing, it's penetrating. There's this desire to get to the bottom of things. So with the Sun and Venus, we'll meet the South Node. The South Node is also a cosmic drain, a cosmic vacuum cleaner that sucks things out. So you may have the Sun spotlight things you need to release from your life, as well as like changes you may want to release from any relationships, especially your primary romantic relationships in your life, may be spotlighted this week for you to like make some changes. And so better to do it proactively than to have something sucked out of your life. So just keep that in mind. There could be some tension around that, especially in the house that Scorpio rules. So if you have obsessive or controlling or jealous behavior, you want to be aware that that could lead to you going down the drain in some way if you don't tame it this week. On Sunday, the word of the day is breathe. We start the week with the moon in Capricorn. And the moon and Mars are out of bounds, so they're not answering to the sun. They take on a bit of a wild Uranian-type flavor because they've moved past the declination of the sun. So tensions may be rising high, so just take a breath. Five, four, three, two, one. Practice the pause before you react, because this is the day that Mars stations to go retrograde at 6.25 a.m. Pacific time. So think about how you can slow down, use your breath to manage energy. If you get like upset or agitated, frustrated or irritated, that sort of thing, be prepared and not scared of the coming retrograde and take some actions in order to help you, you know, keep some balance. On Monday, the word of the day is clarification. This day could be a little tense. The moon will meet Pluto, and then the sun will be in a sesquiquadrate with Neptune. This to me, like there can be some confusion or 
or something can be obscured. So you want to ask for clarification if anything is uncertain before acting on information that's an illusion and not really what you're actually seeing. The moon will move into the sign of Aquarius at 8.42 a.m. Pacific time. Aquarius is an air sign. So this could be, hopefully you feel a nice shift of energy where you feel more likely to use your words rather than just make assumptions. Yeah, and the first quarter moon at 8 Aquarius is at 11.37 p.m. Pacific time. Take note of what decisions you'd like to make, but I suggest not acting. Venus and Mars are in a sesquiquadrate, so that as well can make you want to push forward past frustration just to get something done. But with Mars retrograde, I suggest slowing down and considering any actions before you take them and maybe clarify in your mind what are potential consequences of doing this now. On Tuesday, the word of the day is amour. Now we want to remember when the moon is in fixed signs, we don't break down, we break through. On this day, the moon will square Uranus, something unexpected could happen, and then meet Saturn that brings some limitations or restrictions. Think about how you can break past restrictions and just keep it moving forward. And Mercury is on the asteroid Amor. So think about how you can use, you know, you get more with sugar than vinegar. So using kind words, using loving words could bring some unexpected bounty to you, especially because Mercury and Jupiter are in a biquintile. These are grace notes and Jupiter brings abundance and wants to bring us nice things. And because they're having this secret conversation, just saying something nicely, sweetly, giving a compliment, something sexy to your partner or whatever could bring unexpected bounty. On Wednesday, the word of the day is misty. This could be the most difficult day of the week for some people because Venus is going to have a King Kunks with Chiron. Venus moves us into new situations. So this could be like some hurt feelings around a relationship, moves you into a new situation where, and then the moon goes into Pisces at 11.46 a.m. Pacific time. Pisces is a water sign where you may be feeling very sensitive with this energy. And I just can feel like the tears flowing with this. And this is the day that Venus meets the South Node at 5.34 p.m. Pacific time. So there's big either breakup energy or just like really feelings of sadness or disillusionment or anger around relationships around the way someone feels like they were talked to or treated not kindly. And yeah, so just be aware that this could be a difficult day for some people and to maybe like have some tender loving care as you approach people. Whenever the moon is in Pisces, people may be feeling a little bit more emotional and it's Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. There's ending energy always in a Pisces moon. It may be people passing on as well. I think, you know, a prominent woman may pass on on this day or tomorrow. Yeah, that could be coming this week. 
On Thursday, the word of the day is amends. So if you did have a tiff with someone yesterday, this is a great day to apologize. They may feel very compassionate and quickly forgive you because Mercury is in a sesquiquadrate to Neptune. So the right words could lead to someone showing compassion. Or if you might want to check your work or something from yesterday may have been, you may have missed a step or done something that you don't realize. So you may want to check back on things and make some amendments to what you had been working on before. So with Mars retrograde, there can be a lot of these little, little errors where you need to do things twice. On Friday, the word of the day is passionate. So we are in Scorpio season. It's Friday. It's Venus's day. It's a wonderful night to have like a date night where you do something artistic. The gibbous moon phase begins at 27 Pisces at 11.27 a.m. Pacific time. The gibbous moon is the moon when you look at it in the sky. It looks like pregnant with possibilities. It's almost full. It's just so ripe. Yeah, this could be a baby making energy. So enjoy this evening. The moon will enter Aries at 4.06 p.m. Pacific time. So you may be in the mood for some fun and adventure and passion. On Saturday, the word of the day is goodbye. So this could be actually the hardest day of the week. I'm going to rephrase that. See, Mars and Gemini, retrograde, do things twice because the sun will meet the south node on this day and then Venus will be opposite Uranus. So Venus opposite Uranus, relationships will break. You will see what's wrong with them with the sun on the south node. The moon is in Aries desiring independence desiring some freedom, willing to challenge yourself in order to make different changes is what some people will be feeling. And then Venus opposite Uranus, relationships Venus break Uranus. So hopefully you will be the initiating person if you're on the end of any of these things. And it can be a relationship with a lot of different things. It could be a relationship with a bad habit that you decide you're, you know, you just can't do this anymore. You're going to make changes or yeah, maybe decide to clean up your diet and do some kind of cleansing or purging or something like that in order to get unhealthy things out of your diet, or it could be around a person. Yeah, keep that in mind. What do you want to say goodbye to on this day? What do you want to release in order to set yourself free? What thing that you have a unhealthy relationship to needs to go? So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about anything you're experiencing in this eclipse season or if you get the eclipse videos. Yeah, I'd love to hear about how it lands with you and also let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. 
You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 